Hope you enjoyed that. God save the queen, everybody. Long live the king. I would like to say... I don't know when I could interject. There's, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah. Tricky Nikki here on the podcast today. More on that later. Um, but first, I'd like to say Charles is an idiot for picking Charles III, because let's go over other King Charles in English history. <laughs> Charles I, deposed by the glorious revolution, Oliver Cromwell... Gets executed. Okay, that's not a great, not a great precedent, right there. Not a there. great start. Charles the two comes back from France, the glorious restoration. He basically <laughs> just parties his way because he's like, "Yeah, I'm king again, bitches." Dissolves uh. Parliament. He gets so mad at them. It's the start of parties in Parliament. He was also not a good king. Charles the third. We all have doubts about you cheating on <laughs> Diana, like. Just kind of being a general D-bag. Uh, and you pick Charles III. You should have gone with, like, Reginald or something. I mean, you can't. Tough act to follow. Tough act to I follow. I don't know what else to say. We have uh, some Queen Elizabeth things later. There's just so many kind of depressing things today. But I mean- here's an exciting thing about her. <laughs> here's an exciting thing. <laughs> we made her favorite cocktail. Yeah, it uh, seems a little scary if you ask me. It is Dubonnet Which- uh, and gin. Yeah, that's it. So it's well, a, and a lemon wheel. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so it's all alcoholic. Grand aperitif de France. And two ice cubes. I like, keep reading the label. It's so funny. Prepared by authority of the original <laughs> Dubonnet, Paris, France. This okay. whole bottle. It seems like 1920 France. I mean, this There's a was a very inexpensive bottle. I thought, oh, it's going to be this obscure thing. It's going to be like $40. This was $13. And so I literally said, as I was buying it, I was like, well, I'm scared to drink this. This is a red wine aperitif. We'd like to thank Jim at Bruno's, who dug through his basement to find this for us. He sure did. Thanks, man. Uh, Cheers. Uh, God bless, Elizabeth. To the queen. Elizabeth Regina. uh, (laughs) Cheers. Oh, my God. No wonder she lived so long. Holy Holy crap. crap. How did you not make a reaction at that, man? I kind of like this. I think I need more Dubonnet in mine. This is gin. <laughs> Woo. Um, it's the middle of the day. I don't know if I can drink this. Yeah, maybe I need to spin it. Spin it? Mix it. Well, um, maybe pour yourself one of these when you're watching the funeral. Holy crap. Yeah, it's strong. Honestly, it's a little flavorless too. It uh, yeah, it tastes like it just tastes like gin. That's I don't what think I mean. It, like I wanted to, I kind of wanted to taste this Dubonnet, whatever the heck it tastes like. Well, get yourself a cup. Get, and, get you myself know. a separate glass. Um, geez, this is like potent. Wow, it's not potent bad because these are things I like. Uh, well, I don't know if I like Dubonnet. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> wow, what would you compare this to? I don't know. I haven't had it by itself. <laughs> Here, pour some of that in this glass oh. that I left down here. Let me try it. Here, do you just want a plastic cup? Nah. Of- okay, gross. That's, that's just... There's stuff in that glass. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm so excited about this. Um, this is... Uh, wow. I I have a hard time to describe this cocktail. So we use the Grey Whale Gin, which is like a pretty standard type of gin. 
Uh, I think with, it needs a Hendrix. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, we should have used some like traditional crappy beef eater or something. Uh, oh yeah. Beef eater. That makes sense. <laughs> um, so like, I don't know. Let's okay. So let's do you guys should have seen the gymnastics Red. I was doing to not hit my microphone and also pour this. <laughs> just like watery red this, wine. Yeah. It tastes just like yeah. watery red wine. It's not like really like aromatized or anything really. It's just like if you mixed Ugh. in some warm old red wine <laughs> with is. a little bit of like bitterness. Warm old red wine is a very good description. What is appealing about that? Well, you didn't rule <laughs> Britannia for 70 years. I so know. I want to drink it to live as long as her. <laughs> Y'all, if you learned anything from this, this is not a great cocktail, but Elizabeth evidently drank it all the time. She, we have to assume she had fine taste, right? She could have whatever she wanted. I mean, and this is what she chose. So the backup for this, if we couldn't find this, was a bottle of Paul Roger. Oh, because that, that was her favorite champagne. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, so that's what we should have done. <laughs> I figure if she likes the same champagne as I do, she has an exceptional oh. taste. Did She it, also supported Arsenal Football Club. Well, great. So, you know, we're very similar. Does it say Except anywhere? Except I'm alive and she's dead. Ugh, too soon? Oh. Okay, wait. The Queen's Cocktail is a variant on the perfect martini. Here's another Queen's Cocktail. Pineapple juice. Some Okay. Anyway, that's the name of a cocktail. Never mind. <laughs> Not Queen Elizabeth. Um, did it say anywhere what kind of gin she preferred? No, it didn't. It did not. Okay, well, this is fascinating. Royal Warrant Gin. Because if there's a Royal Warrant out there... Okay, these liquor brands are Royal Warrant holders. A milestone? Angostura Bitters, Martini Vermouth, La Frog, John Dewar and Sons, Johnny Walker, Juniper Green Organic Gin. As a world's first organic London dry, this bottling is pretty special. Everything from the grain to the botanicals are grown without the use of chemical fertilizers. The famous Grouse Scotch, W&J Graham's Port. That is some Simington family does that. Gordon's Gin. <laughs> Tangeray. Taylor Flagit Port. Pims. Damn it, we should have done Pims I cups. was going to buy Pims because I love me some Pims. And Hein Cognac. Okay, you guys, can I read this fun paragraph about the cocktail? Uh, this is from Food and yes. Wine. Sorry. That's okay. I, went, I don't need your permission. Okay, here we go. What's happening to the war- royal warrant holders on the death of the monarch? I'm still Googling this. Oh, no. Oh, no. You guys, this was her late mother's preferred cocktail as well. Only all the royal warrants. So I have like bottles of wine with royal warrants on it. They're now va- void. Because only royal warrants issued by King Charles III, long may he do die quickly, uh, are now current. Oh, damn. Okay, I don't care about that. <laughs> Dubonnet has uh, uh, royal warrants as well. Well, that's gross. Um, okay, this uh, cocktail was in vogue in Britain during the 20s, and it was particularly loved by Queen Elizabeth's mother. Um, it so And it says... <laughs> Her mother's preference for the cocktail naturally influenced Her Majesty's palate. Uh, the Queen Mother was not one to shy away from a spirituous delight, and on one occasion, even instructed to her favorite, even instructed her favorite page to take two small bottles of Dubonnet and gin on her behalf for a morning picnic in case it's needed. <laughs> Dude, in the morning, I would die. I mean, I'm pounding this right now. Okay. I actually kind of like this. Her Majesty prefers a two to one ratio of Dubonnet to gin for a lower alcohol. Oh, it was backwards, maybe. Oh, maybe I did do it backwards. That would make more sense. It would to make me. more sense. Oh, yes. Do you want me to remake it for you? Yes. <laughs> All right. 
Pause. I'll be right Shall back. We pause. Okay. is finishing up the edited version of the Queen's cocktail. And here's what we learned in the meantime. The Queen prefers Gordon's London Dry Gin, confirmed. It's not what we're drinking today. And here are the exact directions on how the Queen preferred that this drink was made. Pour one part gin and two parts of Dubonnet into a small wine glass or chalice. Add the half lemon wheel to the mixture. Then top with two perfectly proportionate ice cubes sinking the lemon into the cocktail. Note, add more ice at your discretion. <laughs> so my ice cubes are not perfectly proportionate. Sorry. I'm just kidding. This looks much, um, it doesn't look much better to me. Oh, is it worse? Oh, man. <laughs> I haven't tasted it, but I don't know if it could be worse. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sink my lemon wedge into the cocktail first. I think if we squeeze the lemon, although that's not in the directions, I'm just going to press How it How dare you dishonor the queen by... <laughs> by sticking my finger into her drink. Oh, this is much better to me. Oh, I think it's worse. <laughs> I mean, none of this is in- incredibly enjoyable, but I would take an Aperol spritz, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I feel like this needs carbonation and it needs to be, like, ice cold. And, like, one thing that's not alcohol. So, like, just let the ice melt... <laughs> A lot. So anyway, give it a try while you're celebrating the queen and her wonderful reign. That's what I have to say for you. Okay, also, in other depressing news, how was your week, Nick? The queen passing, I honestly thought it was a joke when I first saw it. I did too. I, I did felt too. like she was going to live forever. Um, there was two things I thought were jokes that I like. Uh, Thomas Tuchel got fired as manager of Chelsea Football Club. <gasps> Joe Cole's old team? Joe Cole's old team. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> and uh, it was like, it happened at like four in the morning our time. Oh. And I like woke up Crying. and I saw, <laughs> no, I'm happy. Actually, oh. no, I'm not happy because he was like doing a disastrous job and I wanted to continue. But I woke up <laughs> and I saw like all like Bleacher Report, The Athletic, ESPN. I got notifications from all of them. Thomas Tuchel fired. And Kyle Coons had texted me at like 5.45 oh, in, the like at in the morning. Like, did you see that Tuchel got fired? I'm like. <laughs> that sounds like a made up name. What? <laughs> what? I don't like morning. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that so was, that's. Yeah. No, and now this. Bad news. I hate short weeks. Uh, taking time yeah. off is never worth it. Uh, yeah. The this work never goes weird. away. Yeah, the week has been weird for sure. I didn't talk to you until like <laughs> Tuesday at five o'clock. I came into the meeting or the office twice and we just missed each other. I was like, what is happening? I yeah. haven't seen Bridget. Like I have it on my calendar, 10 o'clock every Monday. Ray of sunshine. Ray of sunshine. Happiness in my life. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's what most people would call me. Yes. <laughs> I did reflect on how much of a creature of habit I am. You did reflect on that, yes. And I was like, oh my God, I am pathetic. I mean, unsurprisingly, I similarly act that way. Um, I have a whiteboard in my office at home of Monday, I do these tasks. Tuesday, I do these. You know, these are my recurring weekly tasks. So yeah, when there is no Monday- This is better as it gets colder. Yeah, I'm just letting the ice melt. Um, When there is no Monday, like, when do I do those tasks? You still have to- (laughs) I know, the tasks still exist. Like, for government employees, (laughs) dear Tyler. uh, (laughs) We love you. Like, who cares? It's just, you know, like, meh. Push the work by a day. <laughs> but not us. This social social media won't schedule itself. 
Okay. Anyway, um, none of that is real life problems so much as the Queen's passing. Um, also, I feel like the release date for this, we should probably acknowledge uh, our- September 11th. Our, I was like, I don't know the tactful way to say this. Yeah, September 11th. I As we get older here, I am feeling older and I'm like reflecting on, oh, this is how- 21 years ago. Is that right? Oh, yeah, 2022. Isn't that crazy? But you remember exactly where you were, right, when yep. you found Sklavos out? Yep, third hour, uh, third hour I, honors biology class. Yep, and I was in our food science class and got a phone call in that class. What, when it was happening, we were watching it on the TV, and the phone call was the front office just letting me know my dad was okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, what you, well, okay, thanks. They're like, he was supposed to be at the World, at, uh, the World Trade Center today. I was like, what? <laughs> he traveled all the time for work at the time, and um, so, yeah, I, I just keep thinking about, like, that's what our kids are going to be reading. You yeah. know, I mean, already are reading in history books, and we're the old people. We are our parents that are like, remember where you were when? I believe the last United States soldier that was killed in Afghanistan was not born yet when 9-11 happened. <gasps> really? Yeah, which is like... Whoa, that is mind-blowing. Yeah. That's also so sad. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I know we said we'll keep this light, but there's just been a lot of weird things, like... Do you want to hear some Mercury's in retrograde, guys? You want to hear some triumphant news, and then you can we can talk about the other sad thing, and then you have some other some triumphant things. (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. Sandwich it, compliment uh, sandwich. There is, uh, I think I spoke about the attempted pool storage site uh, near my house. Bro, I saw him in Home Depot today, and (laughs) he does um, not know me. (laughs) uh, We had a a zoning meeting in our township, and uh, the zoning commission was not in favor of it. Yeah, Um, I Uh. felt. I felt a little bad for him because the one zoning commissioner was very stern and paternal with him. Uh, And once he probably deserved because there was like four emails that were like, hey, bro, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do do this. this. He still did it. But then he like went after him a second time. I was like, okay, okay, let him be, let him be, let him be. And he was very upset and very, you know. Uh, Because he paid a lot for this land, I imagine. (laughs) He's already got fine stacking up. Oh, gosh. But uh, just a lesson of, you know. Remember, the government can tell you what to do with Remember, your land. Remember, city governments own you is what we're telling you. So uh, I was very happy, though. There's still uh, Monday. There is still a full town board meeting. And, oh. You know, they have final say. They could go against That's the zoning true. commission. Against the committee. Yeah. But like. Hey, I've seen it happen. So, Once it happened to me, I was like, this is bullshit. So Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm going to show up and just be like, hello. Hi, I'm back. Just a reminder. I am opposed. It was funny because the first person that spoke was like, I grew up here. I now live in Kansas City, Missouri, but I drove back and it's a special place and this shouldn't happen. I mean, that's crazy. And then the second one was like, hello, I'm from the rich person neighborhood <laughs> half a mile away, <laughs> half of which is not. Where our friends live. <laughs> well, they're rich. <laughs> half of which isn't even in the township. And, is, it, is that right? Yeah, half of it's in Bloomfield, half of it's in Lyons. I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Oh my god! So, um, what a what? A, how annoying for their like association. I know. Oh. So they're like, um, we're against this, and it was all like very like formal things. Like according <laughs> to Section Three, I'm like, y'all, this is Lyons, Wisconsin. Yeah. So I'm just like, hello. Hi. I literally live right across the street. <laughs> um, I just, you know, when I did my thing. Did the process. I was told it was going to be one house, five acres. That's not what this is happening. We wouldn't have bought the land if we knew this was going to happen. And I think it's important to preserve this. So, uh, you know, hi. Thanks. Uh, And I turned to the guy. I'm like, I'm sure you have good plans. I wish you luck. But, like, 
you might want to do a nice job, but once the zoning happens, anybody can come in and do anything. Yeah. So it's not necessarily even against you. It's oh, just like, which is terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I did find myself like kind of feeling bad for the guy because he was very clearly talking to an, another person. Like he had a logoed shirt on. So yeah. I assume it was the owner. I have yep. no idea. And then um, he was talking to another guy with another Lake Geneva water related shirt on a different company. And they were clearly like same age bros. And I felt like they were just like having a discussion about that. You know, I, I was like in the paint section at 730 in the morning at Home Depot because, you know, renovation life and watching this happen. I felt, I don't know. I felt like I was spying. Anyway, small town shit. You should like start it up. Be like, yeah, go to the town board because it'd be hilarious. No, I like wanted to hide. I hate that stuff. I want to be anonymous. Tell them that okay? Paul Blue is hiring. Don't involve them. They're good people. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Great place to work. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. Uh, Sad news. Uh, If you haven't heard, you should because uh, this could have been me. So um, if you have not heard about Eliza Fletcher who got abducted and murdered while she was running, just Google it. It's everywhere. Um, She is a teacher from Tennessee. And she everywhere, it's like, um, it's saying everywhere. I, I'm sorry. I got distracted. <laughs> um, she's 34 years old. So literally she's two years younger than me. Um, and many people, many sources are saying, well, why was she running at 430 in the morning? She shouldn't have been well, wearing. Don't wear a, provocative clothing yeah, and don't you won't wear get a raped. sports bra. You shouldn't run early. Well, screw you. Like what I want to say is that's the only damn time during the day that she can, because look, she is a teacher. So she has a job, um, you know, nine months out of the year, she is trying to fit everything in. So (laughs) I just think that I'm annoyed. I'm frustrated. 100%. I used to run in the dark in the city of Milwaukee all the time. And while this season of life, I'm not running as often as early. Um, it very easily could have been me. Uh, so you know, think about the way you're phrasing things. Uh, she absolutely had all right in the world to run in a sports bra when it's 90 degrees and run at 4.30 in the morning or run in whatever the hell she wants to. So leave her alone and her poor damn family, okay? I don't know if you saw this. Our friend Lauren Smith. Oh, Ruby yeah, Harris. I did. I saw her <clears throat> post. They're doing a We Finished Eliza Fletcher's Run and oh. she, Lauren talked about it and how running be, running's my therapy helps me clear my head. Like, I thought she did a really yep. good job with this. Um, and she said, now I'm afraid to run alone in the dark. I'm sad for Eliza's family. I'm mad we live in such a broken, fallen world. Um, and, you know, it's just very, like, man. Yeah. So I thought that was cool that they're, like, joining us and finishing Eliza's run. Yep. Uh, run it, to grieve and honor her. There but, is a post, or like a hashtag, right? Run yeah. for Eliza. Also, um, I think we need... We're so scared to call people out on abhorrent behaviors because we don't want to offend people. And I'm looking at you, Donald Trump. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but like not saying no, Donald Trump. It doesn't matter that you feel like you can take classified information home. That then leads into the same um, privileged white male that thinks it's okay for them to rape, murder, abduct women who are running because it's a sense of entitlement. It's a sense of your whiteness and your maleness makes you more important than the other people. And we have to call this out. And it's why doing things to say like, no, we live in society and there's rules and norms. And if you don't live by them, you're not going to be part of this and it's not okay. 
Yeah. And it's like hard because it's like we want to be tolerant, but also like we can't let those that don't want to be tolerant take advantage of our tolerances. Tolerances. I just, it's such a a thing I think people take for granted. Like you are told to exercise. You are told to get out and move. You are told to do all these things. You're doing those things. You're getting murdered. Now you're getting blamed for it because you're a female that did it in the dark, you know? So running, running has always been a, yeah, therapy, I think for many people, myself included. And it's, it's like a, I don't know. It's a very like emotional sport to me. Uh, wasn't something I ever thought that I would do. So yeah, all of this makes me so sad. So. Are you aware of the um, incel culture? Not really. So this is a lot of, it's I mean, tied no. in with like, <laughs> so it's a abbreviation of involuntary celibate. Uh-huh. And it's a group of, un, of dudes living in their mom's basement <laughs> that think they cannot get a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one because women are Yes, Evil. I've heard it on like crime shows. And it's all tied in with all of this right wing nonsense. Yeah, that is nonsense. And so it's like, be against the Proud Boys, be against QAnon, be against like, it's not okay. When we tolerate that crap and have politicians openly espousing that crap, this is what happens. Yeah. So yeah. again, I am quite willing to say like, you want to do your QAnon stuff? You, uh, we're done. Like we're we're done. Because you, whether you mean to or not, you are. You are responsible for things like Eliza Fletcher's death because you're normalizing it and promoting, yeah, the acceptance of that type of culture. You know, uh, this is going to be a weird transition, but it's going to work. My mom and I were talking about um, my kids went on their first like big kid carnival rides, and we'll talk about it later. Uh, But I was terrified, and I'm like, mom. How did you ever let us do this? Because we always could go do the wristband nights and like yeah. spend hours at the Dirty Carney Fest. And um, I'm like, I, I couldn't handle like watching him go on one ride. And she's like, back then, we didn't hear about all these deaths from rides. They were probably happening. We just never heard about it. Where you are hearing about it constantly. I'm like, all right, good point, mom. So same type, like, I don't know, has this been going on and we're just hearing about it now? Like, so anyway- it's a weird transition into talking. <laughs> Why do you look so concerned? <laughs> um, it, weird transition, but we need to get out of this negativeness, right? Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's hear right all about on. it. Walworth County Fair, man. Reca- did you County go? Fair. No, we yeah, didn't. I was like, you guys didn't go at all, did you? We decided that we philosophically did not want to pay $24 to get in because we're not smart and enter exhibits like you. Yeah, bro. And then Could we're like 30 for a season pass. Cause we had like real fun night Sunday night with friends and stuff. And then we had, uh, we did, we had a bunch of activities lined up Monday and it was just like, nah, nah. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> we wanted to go Wednesday night, but something happened. I can't remember. Mm. Too much for me on a weeknight, but with the kids. Uh, but yes, I did go to the fair, but I exhibited this year, as I've mentioned, I believe. Because they're always looking for more exhibitors, and I always think it'd be fun. But I don't have time to actually make anything. So I entered two pictures because I thought my kids— I'm glad you're talking about this because that's something I want to bring up. (laughs) Because I thought my kids would think it's fun to find their faces at the fair, which they did. Man, they thought it was so fun. Um, And then I entered— Five antiques because I inherited some things from my grandma who had some like really cool stuff from her childhood. And I ribboned guys on five of my seven fair projects. And I am so proud of that because I did literally nothing except put them in the right categories is basically how I feel like you ribbon in the antiques department. But now I'm hooked. I made my sister take my picture in front of the antiques building. 
I even got a blue in the antiques. I feel like it's a really competitive field. <laughs> That's all. I just have to report to you about my fair projects. So I saw a propose, uh, post on Facebook that Pofo. I meant to screenshot and send to you, but I think I sent you some tattoo pictures instead because it uh, happened at the same time. Weird. I showed you those tattoo pictures. Which tattoo? I don't know. I'm going back. John's. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, so someone commented to the to the Walworth County Fair on Facebook complaining oh, that I the blue ribbons this. were too cheap. Yeah, because they thought it was a sticker. Did you read the comments? No, I didn't. Yeah. Because- okay, so is the Walworth County Fair cheaping out on ribbons? Did you get a good quality blue ribbon? Yes, it was the same quality. Okay, and do you want to read the comments or do you want me to? I can't find, I didn't find it. I'll recap it for you. So this person complained. It was the first thing that showed up in my feed. And I got like immediately defensive because why are we complaining about things like the freaking fair, you guys? Like, Because if you pay money to enter, you should at least get a quality blue ribbon out of it. You don't pay money to enter. You don't? You have to buy a season pass. But like, you're going to the fair anyway, so shut up. (laughs) So anyway, um, what they do uh, like for photography specifically, I can't speak to every every department, is they put a sticker. Like you you adhere a tag to your project that says like your name and what the project is, like, you know, what category you competed in. And then they put a sticker on the tag instead of the actual ribbon because the picture would hang crookedly otherwise. So it's different for open classes, which is what I'm in. For juniors, like kids, so like what I did when I was a kid, you get your ribbon at judging. So you go to judging, they hand you your beautiful ribbon, and then at the actual fair, the ribbon is not hanging on the project. It's a sticker that says this person got first place. So I believe the person in that post thought that the kids don't get ribbons anymore, that they just got stickers, and she was really mad about it. I believe that was the, like, like here, I got actual ribbons. They're the same quality ribbons. Oh my goodness, look at those ribbons. Look at all these ribbons, like. Wow. Same quality ribbons I've always gotten. I'm trying to find one of, um, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, yes, you get your damn ribbon. I was so mad about that. Well, congratulations. <laughs> okay. I'm happy for anyway, you. Please stop complaining about everything, people. It's a freaking ribbon for a fair project. Are you kidding me? I'm happy for you. <laughs> okay. Even that made me mad <laughs> this week. Whew. Well. I have a like kind of depressing um, news story. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. So there's another one of the like cool interactive New York Times um, stories that okay. like as you scroll, stuff moves around and they have good illustrations That's and how mine stuff. Is. And um, it's about how we have more and more wildflower wildfires. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fires um, and <laughs> flowers. People keep <clears throat> building more and more homes in the path of fi- wildfires. And I'm just fascinated by, like... The dumbness? Yes. <laughs> and so, like, Florida, you can't get flood insurance anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, because that's funny. Every insurance company's like, um... No, it floods here a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, like, parts of Texas, like, around Houston, Galveston, where we know, like, you're gonna get flooded. Arizona doesn't have any water. And we keep building houses in these places. Uh-huh. One of the reasons why I live in the Midwest, in all honesty, is, like... Global warning ain't going to kill us. We have a good water <laughs> supply. Like, I don't have to worry about, do I have water today? I don't have to worry about brownouts. And, like, okay, tornadoes are terrifying, but at least, you know, like, like we don't. Like, that's our natural disaster. Yeah. Yeah. So no earthquakes, no, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, at some point, I do want these people living, like, is my insurance <laughs> costing me more because we're paying all this money to these? Like, think of the FEMA insurance. Like, When's the last time Wisconsin got a major FEMA response? That's a lot of taxpayer sure. dollars that we don't get for these. That's never crossed my mind. Dumb fucks that live. I mean, but what if you, like, I live in the Midwest because I grew up here. Yeah. Um, 
So what if you grew up there? I, I have more sympathy for that. Yeah. But the people that like move to Arizona to and are like, you know what we should do? We should dam up the Missouri River and divert it to us so that we can have our lawns. Like, <gasps> There's no lawns in Arizona. No. Like there's a bunch of golf courses. So I just, True, I, good point. I think this is like so fascinating at what point, you know, this is an incredibly capitalist society. We yeah. charge for all of these things. At what point are you be like, hey, bro, you hey, can bro. live in Arizona, but like. That's not a smart choice. It's going to cost you <laughs> so much money. You're not going to have water. You're not going to, like, you can't steal our water because that's like, what they're doing. They're stealing everybody else's water. Right. Yeah, great. Because right now it's very cheap to live in all these places. Yeah, because they don't build basements. Yeah. I mean. The quality of construction sucks. Yeah. I I can't believe how cheap it is to live, like, in Texas, for example, as half of my in-laws now live in Texas. Well, it's partly because, you know, you can't get an abortion there. We all know that raises <laughs> Moving on to a lighter subject, everybody. For real this time, a lighter subject, I hope. I don't know. Let's see what else Let's we can Let's see how up. I can turn this dark. <laughs> Let's see what else we can bitch about. Um, all right. This was a Forbes, is a Forbes article, and it is fascinating. Nick and I talk all the time how people don't necessarily take content creation um, as like a real job. Well, freaking Forbes is now acknowledging it. And there is a top creators 2022 article and we're going to link to it. And there's 49 social media savants and one dog. (laughs) So it's a list of 50 people and a dog, 49 people and a dog that are creators in the, you know, social media platforms. There's TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, people that have started their own businesses. They talk about the ranking scale. So Here's a quick um, brief on what they do. So They're all <clears throat> all of their names are spelled weird. Yeah, man, they're like 18 years old. So this not was, Linja. Linja's yeah, like 90. You're right. So this was especially fascinating because I actually um, recently Her average age is 31. No, it's actually 24. But Linja, the 90. Linja moved it all. <laughs> um, I recently saw an article for local to us here. There's Whitefish Bay, which is just yes, north of Milwaukee. I saw this. I almost screenshot this one yeah. too. It's like, yeah. hey, Bridget, don't you wish you bought this house? Yeah, no shit. So it's just north of Milwaukee. And an influencer, I think she's 25, if I remember correctly, flipped 23, flipped a house for like, what was the profit? She bought it for like 350 and sold it for one, one point. Three. Yeah. So, you know. I believe, I'm not great at math, but I believe that's $1 million. Yes. So, one million dollars. And she's getting ripped apart. So if you go to her Instagram, um, the other day she had stories like, oh my God, she was laughing. Like I'm getting so much hate for this, you know, whatever. So it's fascinating. So anyway, this Forbes article, how they rank it. Um, basically they looked at each creator across three categories, earnings, clout and entrepreneurship. So earnings figures are for calendar year 2021 and our Forbes estimates. Clout measures not just the sheer number of followers, but also their engagement, as indicated by likes, shares, and comments. And then for follower count, they summed followers across platforms. So however many platforms these people had. And then clout um, includes people who follow creators on multiple platforms. And then each creator was given an entrepreneurship rank of between one and three, and it rewarded people who founded their own companies. So like Danny Austin, for example, uh, I mainly follow her on Instagram, but she has her own company called Divi, uh, which is like a kind of for postpartum hair loss, like a scalp serum. Uh, so it's fascinating. So anyway, read the article. Maybe you'll uh, think of content creation a little differently after you do. Although number one is Mr. Beast, who did stunts like spending 50 hours buried alive and attempting starvation for 30 yeah, bro, days. That's insane. Uh, also, Mr. Beast Burger. I don't know if you've seen any of his videos of like 
people swarming where he does the pop-ups. This sounds like something I couldn't manage watching. I just I, – I, I, What I have to I say – I think in general if you idolize someone this much, no matter like yeah, sports who, star, politician, YouTube, like yeah. you're messed up. I agree. Um, I will say – what Your parents are doing a bad job. What I learned mostly is I consider myself to have a pretty good handle on like um, what I thought were influencers, but – Listen, I better up my TikTok game because I didn't know half of these people. <laughs> so I learned a lot. Here's a question. So Alexander Cooper, number three, with Call Her Daddy, which I think is a yeah. hilarious podcast name. Yes. It's ranked the number one female-focused podcast on Spotify. Uh-huh. I thought, uh, what's your murder show called? Morbid. I thought Morbid was the number one show, period. And it's clearly focused at women. Well, but it's not a female folk. It could be men. They have male followers. They have male guests. They talk about male serial killers. <laughs> Please. Women talking about sex, that's not male focused. I'm just saying, man. There's it's really interesting. Like this one girl, um, number nine, she grew up in a trailer in Lafayette, Louisiana. So I'm just saying, makes me want to go out and like learn TikTok. <laughs> not really, because it's exhausting. But Jake Paul, Arsenal supporter. Oh, is he? Arsenal sponsor, actually. But like, look at that guy, man. What the fuck? <laughs> On that note. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> this is where we're at. So we're just going to take a quick break. We're going to get a different drink. <laughs> a different drink and a quick break. I'm going to let Bridget scroll a little bit because she's already heard all about my product recommendation. I can't wait to hear this more. This is two weeks in a row. I'm reporting back about my water pick. I can't believe we're still talking I about this. I went to my dental appointment and they, uh, they're they like, you know, are there any change in your dental health? I said, well, actually, I did switch up my regimen a little bit. <laughs> I went and got myself a water pick. I said, like, I'm not rich because I feel the need to tell people. Like, this not isn't something... Ad- like, where I'm just like, you know what? I got so much money. I'm going to stop flossing like a normal person. I'm going to get a water flosser. No, I got a gift card because I did a survey, and I used that, and I bought myself something I really wanted for a number of years. And she's like, oh, okay, that I'm sounds sorry, good. That's we'll, not been on my wish list. We'll, we'll, take a, we'll take a look at this. And I'm like, okay. And I had to have the um, x-rays and everything done uh, this, this time. And... So she brings it back. She's like, you know, the thing with water floss, or if it's like really caked in there, you should probably, like, it won't force it off. I'm like, lady, mine goes up to 10. Most only go up to three. And let me tell you, I've got, she's like, you know, popcorn. So I'm like, no, I ate popcorn the first night I got it to make sure it worked. And let me tell you, it worked. I can just hear you fighting with your dentist about this. <laughs> no, actually, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I agreed. I agreed. But I'm like, because I don't want, you know, the lady with sharp objects in my mouth. I mean, I will argue with many people, <laughs> not that. Like a dude with a gun in my face, I'd probably be like, what? You're going to shoot me? Great. End it. Shoot me about a water pick, bro. <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, she showed me the x-ray. She's like, yeah, it looks like, yeah, you know, everything's really clean. Like, that's really good. She's like, that's, you know, and and uh, she's, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, because I was talking about, I was like, <laughs> they also have this, like, toothbrush attachment. So, I, like, feel like there's a little less, like, plaque on it. You know, things, stuff. Yeah, I'm opening this. Oh, yeah. That's what it's there for. I was wondering. I was thought <laughs> like maybe it broke. As he's talking about his dental, clean dental health, I'm opening a beer. So uh, it, according to dentist, it worked really great. Uh, my I did dentist, tell Laura yes, about it. Yeah. Uh, so 
Uh, I did tell my dentist. I'm like, yeah, I asked your friend Laura about it first. Yes, because they're all friends. And uh, she said, yeah, go for it. I think that was actually her exact quote was, yeah, go for it. So Nick is texting me, I think, about the water pick as I am laying in the chair at my dentist. And so I said, the dentist that recommended it, because again, small town shit. <laughs> Can we just have a podcast called Small Town Shit? I like it. <laughs> and yes, um, anyway, whatever. The water pick seems like it's a great purchase of uh, 2022. My exceptional. She did have a great tip. She said, you know, if you ever have like... Uh, a day where you feel like your breath, breath's a little bad or like just maintain things once a week, you can do half uh, Listerine and half water in your reservoir and put that in the gums. It'll really like clean everything and do a really good job. I was like, oh, so I Googled it and a lot of like <laughs> dentist Reddit is all over that. Dentist Reddit. You heard it here. <laughs> Laura was telling me about dental podcasts as we were talking about different podcasts. <laughs> So if you're looking for riveting content, hit up your local dentist. I swear, one day we're going to get Laura on because I have like a list of 100 questions I want to ask dentists. You can tune out that week if you don't want. And I just want to be like, Laura, tell us the truth. I have a um, list in my phone of other podcasts I want to start, and I just added one to it. Small town shit? Do you want to know the other one? Should I say it publicly? Maybe not. What if someone steals it? Don't don't do it. (laughs) Actually, say it right now. I'll edit it out. Thought of that the other day. Okay, everybody. Uh, product recommendation bonus: Cypher Bavarian. There's one four pack left at Lake Geneva Country <gasps> really? Meats right now, and, it, and then is it gone? And then it's gone. God. I was when I was buying our Dubonnet. I'm like, can I just buy a hundred different kinds of Oktoberfest instead? <laughs> they have that lovely Oktoberfest display there. Jim yeah. does a nice job with that. Okay, guys, I am here to recommend. Saucer swings. I think I've talked about it like a year or two ago, but if you don't have one, we don't have like a big playset in our backyard or anything yet. Um, but we do have this saucer swing, which was given to us as a gift. And then I, in turn, purchased one for my sister's house as a gift as well. Uh, it's probably good you don't have a big one because Elliot would just. Well, honestly, yeah. Probably we, die. We kind of need to wait until the sizes even out a little bit more. My kids are taller than average, so we don't want to spend a lot of hey, money Mom, on a place I can <laughs> jump off the top of this. Yeah. So right now, um, we use the saucer swing like every day. And then we recently did kind of a, we did a little Labor Day uh, barbecue at my sister's house. And I've talked about the age challenges with like my son is significant, you know, is three years older than basically the rest of the cousins. But all four of them could ride on the saucer swing safely. They had fun. It distracted them for so long. And I don't know. I just think they're the greatest $50 you can spend. Uh, we prefer ours is from Fat Brain Toys. And you also, like, I guess maybe another bonus so is just Fat I Brain Toys. I googled saucer swing because yeah. a link you have didn't work. Why didn't it work? Uh, it's like oh, loading. Oh, extra space. Um, first thing that comes up is a $57,946 Fun Factory play system. So uh, are you uh, sure this is affordable? What? Uh, let's talk about your uh, compensation here. Wait, why uh, is it still loading? I don't know. That's weird. Anyway, we prefer- On the more um, affordable side, there's also a 38928 Also, like, it's $38,928, like- Come on. Bruh. So $38,995. Fatbraintoys.com. And you can just search for a a saucer (laughs) swing on there. And there's a ton of other toys on that website. You can search by age. It's like my go-to source for uh, gifts when I remember in advance. Hebo sheep. (laughs) This looks awesome. I love fat brain toys. So there you go. Um, I would also like to talk about more dental things. Look at all these products. Let me tell you about how I...
All right. Music heavy. Music heavy. Um, <laughs> I thought we should share some Queen Elizabeth facts. Uh, okay. Why not? So this is from Parade.com. Queen was known for her love of corgis. Yeah, this is funny. She owned more than 30 of the breed throughout her life dog, lifetime. <laughs> life dog. But did you know that life she dogs. bred the first Dorgy? What's a Dorgy? Her sister, Princess Margaret, pet dog, a dachshund called <gasps> Pippin, had some alone time with <gasps> one of the Queen's corgis, and history was made. No! Yes! What does a Dorgy look like? Is there a picture? Also, I read a funny story that when uh, her mom was knocked up with Margaret... They said, oh, you're going to have a little Rose as a sister. And she said, I think she's more of a bud right now. And then called her bud. <laughs> Did you know, technically, my subdivision is called the Rosebud subdivision? Like the sled in Citizen Kane? No. Like the people that built the first house up there, Rose and Bud. Isn't that the cutest? Aww. This is technically Windsong subdivision. It is? Yeah, because my Uncle Eddie's an asshole. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say I that? love that. Windsong. Um, okay. Elizabeth's diamond tiara snapped on the morning of her wedding in 1947 oh, no. as it was being secured to her veil. With only two hours till showtime, the headpiece, a halo of diamond-studded spikes created in 1919 for Elizabeth's grandmother, Queen Mary, was rushed to the workshop of the Royal Jewelry House <laughs> under police escort where it was hastily welded together. I'm sorry. I have so many questions. Why would did it snap by just trying to put it on a veil? Like I also, hit. somebody's probably like, yeah, I guess maybe they're nervous. So this makes me think of like Michael, your brother-in-law, brother. Michael, who like can weld. I'm sure because sure. he's on a farm and like that's cool. Like I can like I have welded in my lifetime, but I can like figured out. <laughs> you know, you're like, eh. so it's probably like you're not welding the queen's crown. You're not, yes, you're Tiara. not like this screams like. Oh fuck! I can weld it together. I oh, guess and it's just like some like horrible <laughs> bead. Job. Like there's crap all over it. It looks beautiful though. <laughs> just saying. The Queen's birthplace is now a world famous restaurant. A London townhouse at 17 Bruton Street was the home of her maternal grandparents and saw the birth of a baby that would go on to become Britain's longest running monarch. It's now a Cantonese restaurant called Hakassin. <laughs> Why wasn't she what? born in a castle? Also, I want to go to that restaurant. I do too. <laughs> um, the Queen raced pigeons. This one blows my mind. <laughs> she, She's such a like. I mean, it makes sense that Charles is queen. like. Yes, this is why people love her. Like Charles is so into animals. Like is his mom's ab- is unhealthy he into obsession? Pigeons because she kept two hundred of them at her country estate in how do you say that? Sandringham. Sandringham. Wow, that's a, I didn't know you could race pigeons. <laughs> oh yeah, it's actually fun. Uh, you I've, raised a pigeon? No, but I've Googled oh. this. It's really like, cool. It's like, it's, it's, you should Google it. It's England. really interesting. I'll check it out after the podcast. There's a big thing in America too. Cause you know, what? like messenger pigeons used to yeah. be a big thing. So like, we don't need them for messages Harry anymore, Potter but owl. people had them. So they're like, Hey, we can still train them to find places. So you train them to race. And then it's like a cross country race, but pigeons. I mean, at medieval times, they do have a bird that's very <gasps> well trained. Maybe there it's a you pigeon. Go. I wonder. Bonus kid corner. Simona is terrified of eagles and sometimes like i don't want to go outside because i don't want the eagles to get me she see eagles often enough to be terrified of them no i oh. wonder like if she saw like lord of the rings or something where like massive she was just eagles. watching lord of the rings well one they night. show weird stuff at daycare sometimes yeah yes that's true uh <laughs> this is one of my favorite like weird like okay generally i wish we had a monarch but sometimes <laughs> like eh. nah you may know that all unmarked swans on Britain's waterways wow. are technically owned by the queen. Well, now the king. But did you know that she also owned all the dolphins and whales in British waters? What? They're known as Fishes Royale. Okay. 
why? How? How does she own the dolphin? Like what? Free so if Willy? it died, like I can't. I don't get it. I don't know. Well, because you know, like it was, you know, premium meat. So like Ew. You common folk can have the cod, but I'll the whale dolphin. goes to the queen. Sick. Um, all right. The queen and Prince Philip received over 2,500 wedding gifts when they married in 1947. Because nylon stockings were in limited supply due to clothes rationing, 131 pairs were sent to Elizabeth by women across the country. That's very weird. The couple also received a box of apples, 500 tins of pineapple, and an $83 million necklace. Here's some apples and an $83 million necklace. (laughs) I get that apples were probably much more valuable back then, but... Come on. Who sent her the $83 million necklace? So this is one of my favorite ones that is just like, again, royals. (laughs) Elizabeth met Philip, which is like when old people like this die, it's kind of like I would be bad without Sarah. I'm assuming (laughs) actually Tyler would be worthless without you. Oh, you know, you, you, you do all the, you know, but like, you'd be like, oh, I just like, don't my grandma like outlive my grandpa by 15, 20 years. And like, oh, that's you know, a long time. Yeah. So like, it's kind of sometimes like uh, there's been a lot of like reunited pictures of um, Philip and Elizabeth. But anyway, which is like, oh, because like they were good together, you know? Yeah. Elizabeth met Philip when she was just eight years old and he was 13 at the wedding wedding of Prince George, Elizabeth's brother, and Princess Marina, Philip's cousin. Elizabeth and Philip are themselves third cousins. What? Remember, incest is cool if you're a royal. If you're not, no, (laughs) no, no. going to jail. When Philip was 18, he began writing to 13-year-old Elizabeth. Bro. Seven years later, they were engaged. What? And I just sent you this picture I saw on some random Facebook where I was like, ah, oh, damn, oh. Elizabeth's hot. Turns out she was 16 in this picture. <gasps> I was like, Ehh. oh, she's beautiful. Uh, in 1942, the queen, then Princess Elizabeth, undertook her first solo engagement as Colonel of the Grenadier Guards. Uh, this photo recorded the event. And she's got like a blazer and a shirt and like a cockeyed hat. And like, I was like, <laughs> damn, Elizabeth. Damn. And she was 16. And now I feel dirty. I mean. And I told the whole world. And now everyone knows Nick thought of the queen. But hey. She's beautiful. Philip was more jail baiting than I was. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, so, he was. So now, whatever. You're, now you're good. <laughs> um, This, I'm going to read two. But I just need to say the queen was fluent in French, which is probably why she loves this Dubonnet. Probably. Gotta have some background. Okay. I think this one's fairly well known, but I love it nonetheless. You know those brightly colored outfits complete with matching hats that the queen was so fond of? Well, there's a reason that she dressed in shades of bright pink, yellow, and green. It was so that she would always stand out in a crowd. She was pretty short, so wearing neon and pastel shades helped people catch a glimpse of her during public engagement. How kind. Yes, I mean, honestly, like, there's two ways you can look at it. You can look like, oh, what an egotistical asshole. Or you could be like, (laughs) oh, she knows that, like, people are there to see her. And, like, if she wore drab clothing, at least now you'd be like, oh, look, I saw some pastel colors. I saw the queen. I... I'm ashamed to admit this, but you know, here we are. I'm gonna say it. I was looking through some pictures last night while I, I don't know, was like There's scrolling. a strong Instagram post. Also, oh. as you said, very kind of you to just do small, tiny pictures. Dude, because Aaron, my friend Aaron, sent me a post about how like everyone's posting their uh, 2005 study abroad pictures in London suddenly. And I studied abroad in London. It was spring semester, so it was 2006, and so I had to go back and like. This was not the most beautiful time in my life. <laughs> so I, I threw up some uh, pictures uh, and it was hilarious. But I was looking through. You're right. It was a good the, thing you did. It <laughs> they were small. Man. And I just um, we're on a group text, me and some of the girls in the pictures. And I, or no, Jody sent me the. I'm sorry. 
credit where credit is due. Jody <laughs> sent me the hilarious meme. Anyway, um, what I was going to say is I was looking through, through pictures of the queen and this is a stupid thought. I acknowledge it, but she had this beautiful pink suit on. And all I could think was like, man, who's going to get all her clothes? <laughs> Not me is the answer, but it was this like awesome suit. And I'm like, what I wouldn't give to inherit like a rockin' Queen Elizabeth suit. Anywho, uh, in case you didn't know already, the Queen had a glass of champagne every night. This is where the phrase, yes, Queen, yes. originated. Because, <laughs> yes, Queen. I mean, she also started the day off with a gin cocktail. And now you know exactly what was in that gin cocktail and that it's disgusting. Although, given her recent health issues, not so recent, uh, maybe she cut back towards the end. It's probably why she's dead. It's probably because she cut back on the gin. She lived. Yeah, yes, that. You hear all those people that like live to a hundred and whatever, and they always say like, "Have a drink every day." <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. Proof that is genetics. <laughs> Ooh. Since 1989, oh. Queen has worn one shade of nail polish and one shade only: ballet slippers by Essie, a shade of the palest pearly pink. And the queen's first bottle was originally oh. ordered for her by her hairdresser. You guys, this bottle of nail polish is like $8. That's like the most pure thing in the world. I bet it's also probably sold I was literally, the fuck out right now. I'm going to go buy me some for $900 on eBay. <laughs> I mean, sh- no, you can get some. Shh, don't do it. I'm going to go get some by the time this airs, guys. You can buy my bottles on eBay. <laughs> Bonus product, Rick. Okay, just kidding, everybody. All right. Um, Got to find one. The queen was the only person in the UK who was not required to have a driving license or license plate on her vehicle. She also didn't need a passport to travel as all British passports are issued in her name. What? (laughs) She can't. That's insane to me. Think of the amount of trust you put in this person. You, the world, I guess. (laughs) I like this one. I want to do it. All right, ma'am. The queen had two birthdays. I knew it. (laughs) She turned 96 on April 21st, 2022, but celebrated her official birthday in June in the midst of her Jubilee celebrations. The tradition of the monarch celebrating an uh, official birthday began more than 250 years ago with King George II, or as I like to call him, Jorge the Dose, deciding to publicly celebrate his birthday in the summer rather than cold and wet November. And so Aww. since 1748, every British monarch has carried on the tradition so that there'd be less chance of poor weather impeding outdoor celebrations and military parades celebrating the birthdays. I'm all for this. Yeah, I like, need two birthdays and many parades. <laughs> I mean, my birthday is June 28th, so it always is overshadowed by America's birthday. Is it? Yes, because it never works away. out. It never works out. <laughs> no, it's like the same week. It's always You know this. It's always the it same is. week. That's true. Your birthday, however, is like the perfect no, time of not. year. It's yes, right it is. It's right at the beginning of the school year. Elliot's is the, I've determined March to be the perfect month to have no, a birthday. No, it's crap outside. Oh, I and don't it's care St. Patrick's like Day. Outside. Oh, don't care about that. So I think. Oh, I think March I would is the perfect. have my official birthday like September 20th. One day after mine. <laughs> well, it's also like Stevie Country Meets birthday. It is. It's in and, my calendar. But. But like I would have like, because it's like glorious weather. Thank you, global warming. Maybe. You can do. Um, no, the weather's better now than it is. In, yeah, but think if you're a kid in school. I don't give a shit. No now one I'm cares. C- celebrating my official birthday. I'm not in school anymore. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we could have all of our Oktoberfest beer. We could do Simtoberfest, but for me. So it could even but be more alcohol focused. Oktoberfest. <laughs> Even better, Tricky Nikki. (laughs) 
More on that later. Did you guys learn enough about the queen or do we need to do more? Uh, there are also some funny anecdotes in this other thing that I thought were worth sharing. Because those there? are facts. But these are now – oh, I'm sorry. Actually, not that one. I want these witty one-liners from Queen Elizabeth. Oh, it's the one I that's not it? actually linked. Oh, I was like, did I miss that link? Oh, yes, So I this did. comes from Bose, Vogue. Queen Elizabeth's 11 best witty one-liners. <laughs> This one has gone around recently, but once, when walking around the grounds of Balmoral with her protection officer, Queen Elizabeth ran into some American tourists. It became clear they didn't recognize her. Oh. So this, I watched this clip a couple times, and it's backpackers, because like the other side of the mountain is like a public park, and so they're like, oh, you've been, how long have you been coming up here? And she's like, oh, about 80 years. Come on. And they're like, oh, so you must have like met the queen at some point, right? Do you know her? And she goes... No, but she points to the protection officer, but he has. And they're like, oh, you know the queen? And did he's, he play along? Yeah. And he and Love he it. said, uh, yeah, I did. She's a bit, you know, persnickety, but she has a great <laughs> sense of humor. Oh. And they're like, can we get a picture with you? So they had the, queen, the queen take <gasps> pictures with him. And then he was like, cool. He's like, hey, how about we get a picture with her too? Because, you know, like she – and so – the story, yeah, the story is he's like, I couldn't wait until he got back to America, developed the film, everybody. and showed everybody, like, I got this picture of this guy that met the queen, and then, like, this lady, like, took the picture, this and then everybody's gonna cool. be like, dude. <laughs> that, is, that is the best. Man, I would have loved to meet her. She sounds cool. And also, she's a regular person. Look, she forgot her anniversary. <laughs> On the occasion of her 72nd anniversary to her husband, Prince Philip, the Queen of England loudly commented during a public appearance What's the date? <laughs> Which, like, come on, man. Lots of people are staring at her. It's a public public appearances are hard. <laughs> at the 2016 Chelsea Flower Show, oh. a gardener told her how lilies of the valley have poisonous traits. <laughs> the queen replied darkly, I've been given two bunches this week. Perhaps they want me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sense of humor. When visiting New Zealand in 1986, the Queen and Prince Philip were pelted with eggs thrown by protesters. Later, at a state banquet, she remarked, New Zealand has long been renowned for its dairy produce, though I should say that I myself prefer my New Zealand eggs for breakfast. Man, these are all just funny. This is one of my favorites. In 2007, Queen Elizabeth made an official visit to the I White House. I this on purpose. During the welcome <laughs> ceremony, W mistakenly said the Queen helped America celebrate their bicentennial in 1776, not 1996. Oh. <laughs> oh. Celebrated 1776. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he quickly corrected the error, but the Queen wouldn't let him live it down. At a formal dinner two days later, she began her speech by saying, I wondered whether I should start this toast by saying, when I was here in 1776. <laughs> How did W respond, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is every grandma ever. I love this. In the summer of 2013, which I remember this like vividly, Royal Baby Watch hit a fervor as the world waited for Prince George. When pressed for clues at an engagement, the queen simply replied, I hope it arrives soon because I'm going on holiday. <laughs> That's also not every grandma. My mom was like, I won't leave the house. <laughs> oh, my parents left. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Once while driving up to the Royal Windsor Horse Show, she was unrecognized by a guard. Sorry, love, you can't come in without a sticker. Uh, she doesn't even have a passport. <laughs> the queen, unfazed, reply, I think if you check, I will be allowed to come in. But listen, what is he checking? She has oh. no documentation anywhere. All right, all right. What's your name, love? 
And she just, I could Elizabeth? just say queen. Elizabeth, the Elizabeth queen. Elizabeth what? Windsor? <laughs> oh, like the queen. No, he would just be like, oh, cool. You still need a sticker. <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. You have no document. You just assume everyone knows who you are. Oh, how rude. Okay. How's this for a mic drop? In an this argument, is my favorite. <laughs> in an argument with the queen mother, the elder royal said to her daughter, who do you think you are? To which Queen Elizabeth replied, the queen, mummy, the queen, <laughs> which is going to be Lucy for the record. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Queen that. Elizabeth, thank you for, you know, Joy. maybe it's outdated, maybe it's whatever, but I love that you and idea of Britishness and what the best part of the British people was, is, yeah. and you tried to embody it. And obviously you had a lot of change in your life. You had a lot of scandals in your life with your family. But you tried to provide an example of upright behavior, stiff upper lip, and properness, which are great things about the British people. And, I mean, from across the pond, somehow. I, I don't get people who complain about her, so I just think she's great. She seems so fun to me. I know nothing about her besides these articles. So Did you know you. that Queen Elizabeth sailed her boat to Chicago? I did not. What did she so do? I learned this. So they did a tour with her yacht, the HMS <laughs> Britannia. Sure. Uh, Basically, it's a small river thing. And for the, the, the like, uh, ship canal between Chicago and New Orleans, she sailed it up there to help commemorate it and also the St. Lawrence Seaway. Oh, and so she that. stopped in Chicago. Okay. And had a bunch of tours in Chicago. And so there's some really cool pictures out there that have been doing the rounds of Queen Elizabeth in Chicago. Aww. She got to meet Richard Daly. And she never came back to Chicago after that. <laughs> she was like, nah. Nah. I, I mean, there's still more dailies here. Nah. The weather is similar to nah. London. <laughs> I just think the pictures. Here, I'll send you one of these pictures. But it's like her. Oh, it's not. Have you seen. Do you follow the royal family on Instagram? I do. They had a beautiful. I think it was on their stories of all the flowers out front. It was just a nice shot. All the pictures of her and Richard Daly, though, are just like. She oh. looks pissed. Why are you with this buffoon? Why, dude? Oh. oh, yeah, this. Look at all these. Yeah. It's just beautiful. Anyway, guys. Surge pricing and flowers in England right now. Hope you're not getting married this weekend. Yeah, shit. <laughs> wow, yeah, can you? Isn't it crazy the amount of industries that are touched? I mean, like, this nail polish is going to sell out. Flower Florist just boomed. Dubonet. A Dubonet. <laughs> Premier League football. Jimmy had to get it out of the basement. Like, <laughs> just kidding. Okay, guys. Wow. Um, best thing I had this week. Yeah, this is fun. I got to talk about some food. S'mores. All right, man. You don't ever talk about dessert. Do I have to make a joke? Yes. <laughs> what s'more? I don't want. S'more what? No, bro. Come on. <laughs> I was like, what, what are you waiting for? You have to. Um, s'more what? We had a bonfire on Sunday night because I had a bunch of pallets I needed to get rid of. I was hoping to light some mice on fire. I did not. Yeah, that's a weird hope. Well, because I just hate the mice. They're all over. Yeah, but I don't think you I just want them to die. I right. want them all to die. Yeah, okay. Uh, is that okay? Uh, yeah, I don't. I want them to die too. Just don't really think about starting them on fire. Well, I want them to like peacefully run away. <laughs> so I never have to hear about it again. I'm not as naive as that. I know we're in a okay, global struggle fair. against the mice <laughs> and it's them or us. Oh, and if damn. I have to light them on fire, I have to light them on fire. Anyway, so it's very fun. And we did some s'mores and I haven't had s'mores. a s'more in um, years, like really? a proper, like over the fire marshmallow. 
Are you the even graham crackers there? that have been outside in the like humidity? Yeah, and they're and, soggy. Yeah, and then like, bro, where have you been? I don't know. They're not like my favorite thing in the world, but what? It's, maybe because I haven't had one so long. It's like, man, it just smacked. Just, as the kids it say, hit. it smacked. <laughs> And That's the worst. it was so good. Dumb uh, and then, you know, we cleaned up. Everybody enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And I was, like, there was like this much of the Hershey bar left. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Some chocolate sounds good. Oh my God. Hershey's milk chocolate is the most disgustingly, what? sickly sweet thing oh, in the world. So great. You oh. added it with a marshmallow and graham crackers. Yeah, and but it goes together because we'll like. Sugar you, and more sugar. Well, because, yeah, you caramelize the sugar and you have like the soggy graham cracker that you oh, left out in the thing. Sick. Uh, but like those s'mores, man, they smack. Are you a s'mores purist or will you try different kinds of chocolates? I'm kind of a purist. Same. Shannon um, Michael's family was like. Oh, I know. Shannon did some crazy ones. And Reese's. And I so, believe the rollers are good. But also, I am with our good friend Ronchi's. Finally got a shout out to Rob. <laughs> Can't go one week without it. Uh, that once you start adding crap to your grilled cheese, it's no longer grilled cheese. It's a melt. Oh, whoa. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, I don't care enough to fight over if it's a I melt or a grilled cheese. <laughs> anyway. Um, once you stop caring about grilled cheese, soon you're going to be getting dorgies instead of corgis. <laughs> and then society the will break down. The world is just over. Uh, okay. Since Nick isn't talking about tacos this week. <laughs> I thought I would. And these are Bridget-style tacos, which is the whitest of white tacos. <laughs> we had a fight, actually, at work the other day about what constitutes it. I, I no, feel like, I I feel like we're going to get you. canceled about this. No, 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 no. Here's what Nick thinks is an easy taco to make. Well, you just create a slurry no, with I, this and this and this. <laughs> you are mischaracterizing my remarks. Me and everyone else agreed. And we're like, no, Nick, making a slurry is not an easy taco. You are mischaracterizing <laughs> my remarks. The easiest taco is ground beef and like a dry seasoning. If you yes. do the taco packet, you have to pour in water. Yes. Which is creating the a end. slurry. You are creating a slurry. That is creating a slurry. All I'm doing is adding water and powder <laughs> to a pan. It's a slurry. <laughs> so he's like, well, I just pour some tomatoes in. Then I do this, and then I add these 10 things, and okay, then so I mix them what, up. <laughs> so, I mean, I have a seasoning called Nick by Southwest that I... <laughs> You've already lost people when you said easy tacos. Okay, so I have my own seasonings, but you can use your own seasoning. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, just some commercial off the rack. Yeah, that's fine. Southwest Whatever. Seasoning. I just, you know, have great joy in making my own seasonings. It's called NXSW. It's funny. You know, it's a South by Southwest joke. Yeah, no, I get it. Thank you. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, so ground the, the brown the ground beef and sprinkle all the taco seasoning, pour in a can of tomatoes, and then it, you know, becomes too juicy and there's like liquid and stuff in there instead of pouring it off i just add some breadcrumbs yeah that's what lost us (laughs) that's what's in that what do you think is in your taco seasoning what do you think that's not the point (laughs) anyway we're here to talk about my favorite food which is nothing like what nick is saying I will make you these tacos. You'd be I'm like, not telling Damn. you it's better or worse. I'm telling you it's wrong that having to add breadcrumbs to your taco mixture makes it not an easy night, easy taco night. Easy for you. Don't this you have breadcrumbs in your house? I do have breadcrumbs. I've never once put them in my tacos. 
Try it. <sighs> okay. Anybody, anyway, I made tacos even easier than the slurry you must create with a taco packet. Um, Lake Shima Country Meats has pre-seasoned taco meat. And I bought it because I was feeling very lazy. And it's delicious. Uh, I bought that. And then I bought our chicken fajita brats and took them out of the casing because, ew, casing. And so I made ground chicken with, like, what, onions, peppers, and... That it onions, peppers, and fajita seasoning things. Yep. Um, and we mixed it. I forgot to report back. So I mean, the kids ate mostly ate them separately, but Tyler and I mixed them, and it was delicious. I just, I feel like the different like you get a little bit of different texture because like yeah. so it's like you get a little like yeah, I don't know. I felt healthier having yeah, the chicken. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so chicken fajita brought out of the casing, pre-seasoned taco meat, the easiest damn dinner, literally easy. <laughs> All I did was ground up meat and. Brown it. And the taco seasoned ground beef was my idea. It was. And an ex-employee now told me it was the stupidest idea I've ever had and he didn't oh. want to do it. Listen, I went ah. I went and looked for it the other day and we didn't. He's an ex-employee. Not the, not the other day. A while ago. We didn't have any. I was so angry. Yeah, because another employee didn't want to do it. People, make the pre-seasoned taco meat. Bridget wants it. <laughs> Anyways, it was basic taco night, but like I've, my kids haven't eaten so well in a long time. Like they've been getting whiny about their dinner and it's annoying and we had such a nice night they just ate without complaining they said dinner was so yummy etc cetera, etc cetera. big win of the week everybody well on that note it's time for kid, kid corner. corner uh we have a joint one that we've hinted at oh, which i yeah. feel like we should just like spit it out there uh lucy and simona had a play date yesterday it was adorable they thank you sarah for being like the best in the world ate some pizza <laughs> they ate pizza they took a car ride across the field to Lake Geneva Country Meats. <laughs> Which might have been the highlight of their night. And they came in, all three of them, holding hands. Oh, that's adorable. Looking for me. And the staff's like, oh, Simona. And I'm like, Lucy's Bridget's daughter, too. <laughs> uh, we, we they do, know Elliot. We have to pause and give Sarah credit here. I literally almost cried. Sarah texted me. The kids are in soccer now. And on Tuesday nights, the little kids play. So Simona and Lucy. Elliot plays Tuesday and Thursday. Well, I was without husband Tuesday night. And it was the first night. So trying to wrangle like three-year-old chaos soccer and the first night of six-year-old chaos soccer, I was like, it was awful. It was terrible. You felt like a bad parent because you can't be in both places. Both kids needed you. So um, Sarah texted me on a Wednesday and said, hey, I know Elliot, you know, I think Elliot has soccer tomorrow, but not Lucy. Like, can I, can I give you a break so you can just watch soccer with Elliot? And I literally almost cried. I was like, this is the nicest thing. I just want to sit down and watch my kid play soccer and not have to fight his sibling. And anyway, it was awesome. So we have to give Sarah credit. So thank you. They had fun. Yeah, it was great. And so, yeah, they came in looking for dinner. Okay. And, uh, yeah. But where are we headed with this? I don't know. When I came to pick Lucy up. We were just like sitting in the backyard having a beer out by the playset, and I don't know how it came up, but Nick got a new nickname. Oh yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I don't know Tricky how. Tricky Nikki. Tricky Nikki. And these kids are like parrots at this age, and both of them were like Tricky Nikki, Tricky Nikki. And they also so then they like ran up to the top of the playset, yes. starts na na na, you can't Tricky get me, Nikki. Tricky Nikki. Why did we call you Tricky Nikki? I don't even remember. I now. don't remember. Probably Shit. because I did something dumb. Well, we just missed the whole punchline, everybody. Anyway, but, it was funny. but uh, <laughs> yep. So great. Tricky Nikki, great. You great. can call me Tricky Nikki. I haven't been called funny. Tricky Nikki in. Did you used to be called Tricky? Yeah, Nikki? in like first grade because kids are terrible. Well, now our kids are terrible. So one of the great things about Simona as a name is they're not going to be more Simonas. We asked Simona the other day, so you know any more? She goes, Simona Halep, the oh, tennis yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Simona, uh, your friend. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we do think if we ever get in a room, or not even a room, like a stadium with Simona, we'd be like, we could have a sign that says, we named our daughter Simona, and we could get a picture with her. Probably. Because, like, probably. I'd agree with that. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> where was I going with this? Oh, so. Um, uh, mean nicknames. Yeah, we didn't want her. And the only one I could come up with is my grandpa is going to sing the dumb, my Simona. I'm like, I can live with that one. Okay. Because my grandpa does some dumb things like that. Did you think of this before you were naming her? Or oh, not? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, went I through all too. of these. Uh, I thought through like Simo, Mona, like, please not Mona. But, Mona like, is what Lucy called Mona for the first fine, year and a half fine, of her life. It's fine. <laughs> she stopped mostly. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I like Mona, actually. Uh, it's not the worst. It will um, be as she gets older. <laughs> It'll be worse. It seems like a bitchy woman. Like, that's my problem. That's true. I get that. Like, because it's like, there's moan right there. And like. Yeah, the moan part is what's yeah. probably going to be. So, uh, I think like, not going to, like, people are like, it's a dumb name. But I'll just be like, because it's not a common name. So, I'm like, okay. Everybody's going to have their name making fun of somehow. Some, yep. Yep. So, that's fine. That's fine. And, uh, yeah. So, that's. We did it with Elliot. And I was like, oh, yeah. We're all good. And then immediately, my sister was like, smelly Ellie. Smelly at Elliot. See, I always and think I Ellie like, Belly. Oh, shit. And Ellie Belly, I'm like, fine, you want to call him Ellie Belly? Yeah. Like, we call him that. But I was like, oh, shit, some kid is going to call him Smelly at Elliot. I almost called and him I... Belly in front of his friends the other day. Oh, I think he thinks he thinks it's hilarious that when he was a baby, we used to call him Butters. Like, he calls himself Butters. He thinks it's so funny. <laughs> well, that's Whatever. also funny because, like, from the South Park, like, Butters. Yeah, like, he doesn't butters. know that. <laughs> Anyway, kids. Uh, okay, do you want me to start? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, okay, I'm going to start. <laughs> So we um, we took the kids on their first carnival ride, except uh, by we, I mean Shannon volunteered to kindly sit in for Tyler because Tyler had to go work a booth at the fair. Uh, so we went on the giant Ferris wheel. Like both kids were just dying to go on this Ferris wheel. And we're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I made, Shannon and I made the mistake of joking about like, we're going to die. And so of course it, Immediately, because Shannon and I are both were like, how the hell? Like, we're terrified. How are these kids totally fine with this? But as soon as we got on then, Elliot picked up on everything we were saying. And he goes, Mom, are we going to die? Mom. And so then Shannon and I both, every second we could, we both looked at each other like, oh, my God, are we going to die? But The Ferris wheel there is terrifying because, like, it shows up on a truck. It is terrifying. Okay. But I'm just here to say your kids are resilient and they are brave and they didn't give a shit. They were both just like, yeah, that was so fun. And you can do hard things. You can do hard. Anyway, so it was just my proud moment. Nothing weird and gross happened except when we got off and there was a puker and I was like, we're going out of the carnival way, guys. Let's go. That is my, I can't, I can't. We had to leave. Like literally Shannon ushered the kids. They were like, come on kids. Your mom can't be by this. Let's go. <laughs> She was the real hero. She's such a hero. <laughs> she was really very helpful. <laughs> uh, mine's just like, again, a like, I'm going to start crying story. Oh, love those. <laughs> we are redoing. So I have a, <clears throat> a plan for my flowers A next gardening year. obsession? And a uh, dental obsession. Gardening You're obsession. You're a real old man. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway. Uh, no. The reason I'm so obsessed about my dental health is because I don't want to get you know, like brain problems. Oh, okay. No, your mouth, fine, whatever. I can deal with it. Uh, it's the, like, the dementia, like. From dental health? Oh, yeah. There's really? such a strong correlation. I've never heard so that. So I'm on the board for this free clinic thing, and I get all this, like, public health stuff across my desk because our executive director keeps trying to find funding for stuff and, like, send, because she's doing her job. But so she sends, like, all these random things to the board of, like, did you know this? This is why our dental program's so good. I'm like, oh my Thank god! You. I don't want to get Alzheimer's. Like, I'm terrified of Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, <laughs> bears, and sharks. These are the things I'm just like. 
That is interesting. Of. That's funny because I'm not scared of bears and sharks. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I would be. But Alzheimer's? Terrified? I mean, yeah, but I don't really feel like I can avoid it. So <laughs> there's this huge correlation between gum disease and Alzheimer's and all sorts of like that. dementia stuff. So like this is why I've tripled down on flossing. <laughs> you read one article. No, I'm it's like kidding. multiple. I'm sure you so, researched uh, it. I don't know where it's going with this. Uh, um, uh, anyway. Oh, I said that I didn't realize. I just I just said they yep. weren't correlated. But you were going to cry and I called you an old man. And now oh, yes, we're talking because, about Yes, Simona. that's right. Yeah. So um, uh, I'm looking to get clearance deals on planters for next year because i need a Ooh. set of planters for a couple places smart time to do and it. so i'm looking for it and they haven't gone on clearance yet and i'm kind of like Arr. i know do you feel like that's going away well i don't know i feel like stores are dumping clothing but yeah. you can't get like a plastic bin for less than 15 dollars. yes yes ridiculous yes. like come on oh, God, anyway <laughs> um yes the plastic bin pricing is ridiculous ten dollars for ones that used to be four okay <sighs> You guys, we're very old. So back to your garden helper. <laughs> uh, I wanted to go to Home Depot to look. We went on Labor Day because I was like, maybe the sale will start now. <laughs> and to get someone out of the house, I had to promise to buy flowers with her. So we <laughs> bought some mums because we're replanting some. Our zinnias are like basically dead. So putting the mums in. I don't know if zinnias will work here a long time, but I love them. So we'll see. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow. so we got home with the mums and Dada, I help you. So Dada? she did. All of the things. She got the dirt, carried the big bag of dirt with her big muscles. Big muscles. It actually was impressive. Yes. Uh, yes. If an adult did it, you'd get a like weight to like <laughs> muscle mass. She would have had a hernia, like for Good. sure. Good. Uh, Resilient. You know, she got her gloves out. Wow. She helped me take the flowers out. We planted the flowers. We watered the flowers. We swept everything up. We threw out the old ones. And it was just, like, really fun. And I remember when I was a kid, like, you know, we grew up on a lot of – there was a lot of land around us. And, like, my dad's lot's only an acre, but he had, like, more extensive, um, like, planted areas than what we have landscaping. He has, like, all in front of his house yeah. and, like, these gardens and stuff, which I'm never going to do because I had to do them as a kid. I'm like, F this. I'm going to do my potted flowers and my potted vegetables where it's not, like, weeds all over. <laughs> anyway, although the front of our house now – so, but like, I just remember as a kid, how much fun I just had being with my dad outside. And it was one of the things of like, yeah, we're in the weeds. Yes, this sucks. Yes, this isn't the easiest work. And I'm sure it was harder on my dad. Like, as you realize, as you become a parent instead of the child, you're like, oh, this thing that I thought was really hard was actually much harder on my parent yes. than it was on me. Right. Um, know, but man. just like the joy I had of being outside with my dad and doing things with my dad and our relationship and how much of our, of our relationship was like we would do things outside together. He would like pull weeds and I would mow or I would run the wheelbarrow back and forth. And getting to do that with Simona and just like I really enjoy this. And she's two and ten months or whatever. She's basically Eleven three. Eleven months. Yeah. So she's basically <laughs> three and like needs a lot of direction and is, you know, a uncontrolled wheel of energy. Three man. But it was just really fun, and I really loved having my little garden helper. And I hope it's something Aww. we can do. It's like, yeah. this is something we do. We, like, work on our flowers, and we bring all these Aww. flowers, and then we can bring mom-mom some pretty flowers. Oh, Nick. But also, she's entering the three-nager years. 
blessings Dude, to you. She's been on this for a couple of months already too. It's like that's just the warm up. I know. What this is, is when you think, oh, the terrible twos. You're like, no, no, no. It's like, what are you doing? Because we have Lucy as as a guide. <laughs> as you watched Lucy last night, and I'm like, yeah. I tried to get the video of them in the store, and I couldn't quite get it. Oh my gosh. They're Let me see if I can find it. Also, I just want to say this three-year-old soccer is made up of like six kids that, I mean, there's like 15 kids, but five or six of them like see each other weekly all the time. We get there and they act like they've never met each other. Like they only need their parents' help. They won't go play. Lucy wouldn't, Lucy and Max, they're cousins and they wouldn't even talk to each other. I'm like, you guys. That was the funniest part of this whole thing. Uh, Yes. Was like you and Shannon and Max and uh, Lucy were like in the middle and you're like, Kids, Go play with kick each the other. ball together. Like, yes. And then at the end, you were on opposite sides, and they were like, yeah. I don't know that. They just, like, looked at each other. I'm like, you guys see each other all the time. It was annoying. <laughs> just kidding. Love you, children. What are you trying to find? Oh, a video? I couldn't get the oh, video right. Lucy's eating in the store. Yeah, they Shocking. actually just, like, walked to the store, grabbed apples, and started eating them. <laughs> Lucy almost ate a sticker. I was like, girlfriend, let me take that sticker off for you. Uh, but they were like walking out of the store, skipping, and um, like Lucy, Simone, the bald one, and Lucy with her hair her like mullet. Yeah, yeah I was like, like, oh my god, I have to send this to Bridget. Oh, you guys, this has been an episode. It has. Uh, <laughs> look at what monarchs who have reigned for seventy years dying yeah, does to someone. So sad. It's all the Dubonet. Yeah, it's this fresh bottle of Dubonet. <laughs> I tried it. I'm gonna just probably put this into a sangria. Yeah, actually, that'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, just even dump those glasses. Like, this is sangria with some gin in it. I don't know. I don't think anyone would notice. So bad. It makes me wonder what her palate for food was like. I'm going to (laughs) research. Not on air. (laughs) Our listeners do not care. We'll report back next week for those that care. (laughs) Nick. Wow. Quick rundown of Queen Elizabeth's Daily Meals. Also, I love how much... So much content has just been like <laughs> fish. She loves fish. Yeah. This is from tastingtable.com that recently wrote an article about the health benefits of salmon linking to Lake Geneva country meats. Cause I got a notification on Google news. Yeah. I'm like, this is weird, but you know what? But I'll okay. take it. Uh, again, it starts with a quick name from her gin and Dubonet cocktail. Gross. You guys, please someone else try it and let us know if like maybe our palates are off. Uh, but you're right. She avoided heavy foods during her midday meal and often yeah. enjoyed a Dover sole filet and spinach or grilled chicken with a salad. She's an uh, Earl no. Grey tea fan too. A what? Huh? Earl Grey tea. That uh, was her afternoon tea. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. But huh, anyway. <laughs> you guys, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, the queen and I shared fashion style. I, I would say we similarly loved bright colors, and we do not similarly love cocktails. Have a wonderful week ahead, everybody. Cheers to you all. Hope your school years are going okay if you got kids in the system. The queen is dead. <laughs> Long live the king, except please die and let Harry be king. I'm sorry, not Harry. William. Wills. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.